Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Guy. I'm Jason. Let's dispense with it. Let's just proceed. Let's do it. Let's, let's get, do it. Let's get into the X-Men. 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 So for those yeah. of you that haven't had a chance to watch this, um, one of my first notes about this mm-hmm. episode was mm-hmm. great theme song. And uh-huh. I, it was late 80s, so Metallica was probably riding that and Justice for All Master of Puppets mm-hmm. wave. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, the, yeah. And the lead, the lead singer of this sounded like I said Metallica like to the point where he said power. power. <laughs> yeah, but not quite as heavy as Metallica. I feel so like I feel like power was something that was in a lot of cartoons around this time too. Don't right, you? right? Yeah, yeah power yeah. was huge. You had to have that that uh, at the end. Nickelback made a whole career out of that. Uh, Jason. X Men, X Men. This is a day. Yes. Yeah. Metallica yeah. light. Yeah. Yeah. So a pilot. Right. We watched a pilot for uh, for our bridge episode. Right. Right. And this is yeah. um, this is something that if you're uh, if you're like a um, you know an X Men aficionado, mm-hmm. you've probably seen this because uh, it's been mm-hmm. it's been all over the internet for a long time. What we um, what we found and and watched was, uh, I mean, it's probably the same thing that everybody's seen. It's it's ripped from a, an old uh, VHS, VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know it was was for rental uh, mm-hmm. and out there uh, at the time that this was released. Uh, they they uh, they made this in uh, late 1989. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, never got picked up. Um, but uh, yeah, probably say we, the name of it, right? Pride of the X Men. Oh, right, right. Of Pride yep. of the X Men is Pride the, with a Y, like Kitty Pride. Like Kitty Pride, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, yeah. So it, it's uh, it, it's filling this gap between uh, what we watched on Amazing Friends, and we've got the Spidey in the '90s coming up. Mm-hmm. And there, and we should also say as we talk about this, of course, there's the X Men series in the '90s, right? That I mean, it, this it, only what th- we were talking about this recently. What what was uh, when was the X Men series? It was like '93, right? I think so. I think it ran yeah. simultaneously with uh, and, the Spider Man series. And we're about so to watch. It, it's yeah. like it's like this didn't get picked up, but pretty quickly after that, uh, right. there was another X Men show. That mm-hmm. happened on the uh, uh, whatever that was, the Fox Kids uh, yeah. network. Yep, yep, that's um, right. Mm-hmm. And we we'll get into that later. But I think I, I I think probably the the lack of a good place to uh, to air this show and the notion that it would have it probably it it felt like a show that would have been in syndication around this time. Right. Like it's it it had the it had kind of the same tone and feel of a lot of. Uh, syndicated, a little bit more mature cartoons of the time, it just it just didn't uh, didn't hold water for uh, right. for whatever reason. But um, I did read up on it a little bit, and mm-hmm. it sounds like it was part of the Marvel Action Universe block, where mm. they just kind of, and I think they just kind of threw it in there. But that's where they were. It was in eighty eight, eighty nine, okay, where they were running like reruns of Amazing Friends. They had Dino okay. Riders, RoboCop, okay, and I think they just kind of like. They pushed the shoehorned something in there to One see time. what would happen. Yeah, yeah. right, gotcha. right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Okay, so, okay. That and we know sense. what happened. So, among the X Men fans, you're the biggest X Men fan I know. Is this like yeah. the 
Star Wars holiday special of the X Men universe, where like everybody seeks it out, but nobody, you know, like I don't know. really likes it once they see it. You know, honestly, <laughs> until we started talking about what the what Marvel had been doing animated wise between the the Spider series, I didn't even I didn't even look for it or think about it. I didn't even know about it. Um, oh, okay. So okay. I thought you had seen it before. Yeah, no, no, never, um, never before we started hunting stuff down. Okay. Um, I, I mean, you know, I've watched it a few times now, um, but uh, I, I'll say that uh, I think f- I, I think an X-Men person is really going to enjoy this and, and kind of like the the fact that it's it, it's sort of a it's kind of like a little time capsule of X-Men from the late 80s, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and because it's uh, one thing that they do here that is very different from Amazing Friends. Uh, Brian is they they start sticking much closer to the uh, canonical the source, source material, material sure. um, uh, for uh, for character development and for storylines, um, and so they I, I think that they do a nice job uh, uh, with that stuff here. Um, yeah, so if you're if you're into the X Men, you're gonna uh, you're gonna enjoy this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, you're not into the <laughs> X Men. That's you true. Di- I mean- you didn't like this at all. No, I and well, I liked as, I I liked aspects of it, but I will say without any spoilers, I really liked the Hulk thing we watched for the last episode mm-hmm. a lot more, yeah, a lot yeah, more, yeah. and maybe because I've read Hulk comic books, maybe because I grew up watching Hulk on TV, yeah, yeah, um, you know, and same with the Spider Man stuff. I feel like I've, I'm more forgiving of everything in the Spidey verse, sure, because sure. of my nostalgia with it. Whereas my my introduction and and this, you might you know, take away my geek card and maybe you'll have to like consider getting a different co-host for this show after I tell you this, Jason. <laughs> but my, my introduction to X-Men was the early 2000s movie. Yeah. The very yeah. first X-Men. Yeah. I didn't watch the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I didn't read any of the comics. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I think it's kind of a, a, a interesting comparison for me as someone who doesn't have any nostalgia for X-Men uh-huh. versus uh-huh. someone like you who does. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. No, yeah. and I, I think the I think when we the our reaction to this show is is a is a big uh, a, a great example of that because um, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah it is it, it's a different experience if you're if you're familiar with uh, the characters and uh, the settings um, right that that are portrayed here. Um, and, yeah, and I'll totally acknowledge that. Um, well, let, let's just let's talk a little bit about uh what's happening here so um it, it, at a at a extremely rapid pace <laughs> in this show <laughs> yes it's, it's extremely fast uh yes. but we we meet the x-men mm-hmm. uh we meet their main adversary magneto yep and his brotherhood of mutant terrorists as they're called here <laughs> Um, we've got which, a... which of those two words is worse, by the way. <laughs> you put that in your notes too. Would you rather be a mutant or a terrorist if you had to choose? We've uh, we've got a new a mutant, uh, Kitty Pride, who has gotten a letter from Professor Xavier. She shows up at the mansion um, right around the time that Magneto is uh, breaking out of federal custody, and then he's going to come to the mansion, steal a uh, a, a component from uh, Cerebro. Uh, the professor's uh, mutant hunting or mutant finding, I should say, uh, computer. And then that's going to let him redirect a comet at the Earth and, and wipe out a good portion of humanity. 
Right. So that's the that's the the, the plot of the show in a nutshell. Um, and it's what it, what was it? this was a twenty four minute thing or so, yeah. right? Yeah, twenty four yep. minutes yep. or so. Yeah, it's it's a lot to pack in and they they have um i mean including the professor and kitty you're talking about eight x-men uh and uh let's see i counted uh let's see one two three four five six six uh of the evil mutants yeah um so that's 14 characters total. 14 characters who all kind of get a moment on stage yeah, in this. Right, I mean it's right. it's kind of it's kind of nutty how fast it, it goes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like they they're pulling off a magic trick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it reminds me of when when we saw Infinity War and Endgame mm-hmm. in the Avengers MCU. Right. They just had so many balls in the air mm-hmm. and and they mm-hmm. were somehow able to juggle all of them. And yeah, that was yeah. in a course of 6 hours. Right. <laughs> this right. is in the course of, you know, 24 minutes. And yeah. it's also interesting that you mentioned that each character of these 14 has a, a has a moment in the sun or mm-hmm. two or three. Mm-hmm. I feel like every single one of these characters gets more screen time than one of the amazing friends did. And <laughs> and there's only three of them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like right. I think that like Kitty pride had more of a part than Iceman did in a lot of episodes. Or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's, that's interesting that, that it works out that way. And maybe that's why the editing is the way that it is because they really had no choice. So let, let's talk about the editing. Cause that was, that was something that, that, uh, gave you headaches yes um, mm-hmm. almost literally right because there were a lot of there it was a lot of quick cutting a lot of uh, uh like and it because there would be scenes happening where characters were like physically in different spaces but in kind of interacting with the same stuff right um like you you mentioned the like the very first scene where magneto's breaking out of the truck well we've got we've got the white queen who comes to uh, kind of subdue the soldiers that are in the convoy and they're cutting back and forth from inside this truck where Magneto's being held to outside and, and so on. And this is uh, the, compared to Amazing Friends, which is a which is a nice, gentle bunny slope of a cartoon. This is uh, <laughs> right, this is, this is like diamond. a double black diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe that's why I. um I noticed the editing more, the mm-hmm. pacing more, mm-hmm. because it's so jarringly different than Amazing Friends yeah. or even what we watched with the Hulk. Yeah. And certainly yeah. for Spidey 81. Oh, God, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily dislike this kind of editing, fast-paced editing, mm-hmm. when I know I'm watching, like in a, like in a Born Identity movie, mm-hmm. I kind of know that's sure. how the editing is going to be. Or if I'm watching yeah. a... Yeah. As kids used to do videos on MTV, I know that that's how they were edited. <laughs> but with something like this, I just... Mm-hmm ultimately got confused and yeah, it might be yeah. my old man brain but i was like there's magneto there's white queen oh there's wolverine oh now they're in quicksand like all mm-hmm. in the span of like 10 seconds yeah you know? yeah yeah no for sure and uh yeah i mean that this is this is something we can put in the column of reasons this didn't get picked up you know okay. I, I would say because yeah for um when you're when you're coming into this cold and if you're if you're thinking about this as a as a pilot a first intro to all of these characters Mm -hmm. yeah it absolutely it it gets really confusing it gets so how yeah how could they have done that better though i mean Mm -hmm. i think they kind of painted themselves into a corner with that many characters i think so i think so so i what i what i think that they did really kind of deftly and successfully here 
was like like I said that thing where they shine the spotlight on everybody mm-hmm. to to give you an overview of it. It's like and I I even put it in my notes. It was kind of like they had a checklist of stuff. They're like, okay, we're making we're making a brand new X Men show. What do you need to know about the X Men? that we can put in 24 minutes. Okay, <laughs> right, we need right. to know we need to know here are our heroes. We got Professor X, we got Cyclops, we got Colossus, we got Dazzler, we got Wolverine, we got Nightcrawler, we got Storm, we got Kitty. We have yep. the bad guys. We got Magneto, White Queen, Juggernaut, Toad, Blob, Toad. Pyro. Um, yeah. you know, and what what is going on? Well, the X-Men uh, protect themselves and humanity from the evil brotherhood who want to rule over the earth. Okay, and then what is then, you know, and they Right. It, it's like you you t- they it, it feels like they started with this thing that could probably have been on I don't know let's say eighty pages and right. they're like we need to boil this down to twenty five pages yeah exactly and, and how are we gonna how are we gonna do it they and, they and you d- can't they, they did it mm-hmm. yeah they they did stick the landing but it, it, it's it, 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 it wasn't it's, it wasn't perfect <laughs> it's hard it's hard yeah. and and. It, you know, as I was kind of summing this up and we, you know, we, we always have our little like kind of preview of of what our reactions were to the show before we go to tape. And we it, it's rare that we have such a such a divergent opinion. <laughs> but yes. as I was thinking about that, I realized that it it probably is just like the familiarity bias that I have that mm-hmm. let me kind of just knowing all these characters so well and having read the X. Uh, books pretty mm-hmm. extensively uh, you know around this time i was just kind of riding the wave i was like right. oh yeah i i i'm i'm here i'm i'm following along uh for, right. for me this was it, it was very fast but it was also very easy to follow so this would be like if i tried to you know be part of your family's private jokes yes you guys are are there and you're all mm-hmm. snapping back and forth and getting i'm just like yep. uh yes yeah, i'll pass I'll, the turkey i'll get another beer <laughs> Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. and and I was gonna say too, and that's a good point. The the familiarity bias, which I think you need to um, go to the copyright office for this, <laughs> and I think that's a concept that that you have now trademarked. I love it. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with me and Spider Man, or even Star Wars, which I know I talk about probably more than I should on this show. Like, <laughs> I I can watch a movie like Rogue One and jump into it mm-hmm. and know mm-hmm. the universe where someone who, if this is their first time seeing a Star Wars movie, which I don't know why you'd start there, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> right. um, they'd be like, what the heck's going on? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, where are the lightsabers? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I also think what you were saying about cramming, you know, 80 pages of script into a 25-minute series, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they could have easily gone the other direction and just spent 25 minutes introducing characters. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And But they but they did that, and then they had a pretty significant plot yes. <laughs> on top of that, you yes. know? so. Absolutely. In that sense, that was pretty impressive, like you said. So, and and this, you know, as I was running with that tangent, it reminds me to come all the way back here to what you said. How could they have done it differently? So, so the way they could have done it differently, I, I think, is pretty obvious. They they pare down the number of characters significantly, yes. right? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they start with you. You start with a story that's like just Professor X. And maybe, you know, Kitty or whomever. Kitty Pride and Wolverine. And, and right. Magneto. And you yeah. just, and you, and you begin there. And you just, yes. and, and you allude to other characters existing, but you mm-hmm. don't, 
you you don't work so hard to get everybody on screen. You just you know it it this it feels like this show was um put together like uh like kind of a desperate sales pitch from a first time salesman. You know like <laughs> yeah like here let me show you everything there you need to know about my product. This, yeah, exactly. This is all the stuff that I can tell you about it. Right, and, right. And if you've never if you've never seen or heard of it, like if you've never heard of a toothbrush, you know, and someone's telling you all of the features <laughs> and all of the all of the different ways you can buy toothbrushes. Right. You're going right. to be like the different kinds of toothpaste you can put on that toothbrush. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's just it's a lot it, that's a lot to digest. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good analogy. And and also we need to remember this was the eighties. Cocaine was still a pretty big deal. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So this breakneck speed of, of, of editing might just be like, okay, so then there's a Wolverine, right? And he comes in with his, with, with his blades. Right. And then Magneto's like, Ooh, I'm, I'm magnets. And then, and then professor Xavier's like, I can read your mind. Right. And, this... and Kitty pride, she's new. She's learning everything. She's like us. We're the audience. She's Kitty pride. We're, we're her. Exactly. Exactly. That's Brian. probably what's going on. That's, that's what. That's, that's what's happening here. Oh, I've never. Boy. I've never done cocaine, but I imagine it feels like watching this episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's um. Let's get into some of the some of the uh, like specific things that are uh that we we've noticed that are significantly different from the last uh, show yeah. we were watching. Um, you know, we talked about the pace a lot. Um, that's obviously very, very different. Um, another thing mm-hmm. that I that I noticed we we kind of alluded to it previously. Um, just like the audience and the style uh, of mm-hmm. the of the cartoon, right? Like this is if you if you're familiar with like GI Joe, this this was like stylistically a lot like GI Joe. Uh, yeah, I'm, what Transformers. I, I Transformers, said. Thundercats. Yeah. I just, I yes. just thought yes. of that. Thundercats a little bit. Yes, very close to that style of like movement and the way they animate movement. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the and the action, right? Like the like there's in addition to the breakneck pace here, so much action in this. Just yeah, like it's you really have a hard time taking a breath. Yeah, um, exactly. It's a marathon, <laughs> and that is, and that's something that just was not happening in those Spider-Man cartoons from eighty one, eighty two. Um, exactly, they were they, they were much slower, more. Uh, and we've talked about that a lot too. The the you know kind of the the uh, production rules as far as no punching, no you know, uh, yeah. no killing, no uh, all kinds of other stuff, which all seems to be out the window at this point. And do you think that's because of the time? Because this was the late '80s instead of the early '80s, or I think do you it's think gotta that, be? Mm-hmm. You think that shows like GI Joe captured a certain demographic that this show wanted to grab? Like, okay, mm-hmm. GI Joe's done, but keep watching cartoons, you know, mm-hmm. young teenage boys, because now there's this. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think it probably comes down to uh, just time passing a little bit, but also. Uh, uh, like I was saying before, this has got to be something that was that was geared toward uh, syndication. And mm-hmm. if you and and syndicated cartoons were always very different from Saturday morning cartoons, right? Right, right. Like for sure, it, the like the rules seemed to be different in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Like the the 
it, like on Saturday morning, I think there was always an expectation that there were there were kids under eight watching cartoons at at all times on Saturday yeah. morning, and the they, younger set, yeah. and they and they seemed cognizant of that in terms of what they were putting on the air. This this is not for those kids. This is for this is for a kid that's I'm going to say at least nine. Yeah, you know, probably in that like nine to twelve sort of yeah, range. The- the beginning of the double digits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would agree. And I think I was that age <laughs> mm-hmm. when this came. I mean, I was, this was 89. So I was yeah. 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would have liked it a lot. And especially if I would have been, you know, a comic books reader. So sure. Did yeah. you, did you see this when it aired? No, no you didn't. This was no. your first time seeing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering like if they re-ran it, a couple mm-hmm, of times, mm-hmm. like how you saw Amazing Friends later. Right on, right on. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think you're right. I think they were trying to um, get that demographic, that age, the the nine to twelve year olds, mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. like you said, the six to seven year olds were watching either you know cartoons right after school or Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, the uh, I mean, one of the other notes I had was just uh, that just goes right along with this. A lot more violence. Like yeah, you mentioned this. Yeah, really. R- compared to Amazing Friends, this is extremely violent. Yeah, um, it is. And yeah, almost almost to the point of gritty. Mm-hmm. Like for for what this could be, it, yeah. it's almost gritty. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got we've got machine guns. We've got um. You know, we've got talk about uh characters dying. Um, right. You know, there's uh. Yeah, it's just tanks and Warcraft and mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yep, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot of explosions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's not different. It's it's similar to what we saw in the Spider-Man cartoons that we've watched so far is that um, that hand-drawn animation style, mm-hmm. which I always go back to as like my favorite because it's what I grew up on like mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to compare that with what we're about to see <laughs> gotcha. because mm-hmm. the, the Spider-Man early 90s show is one of the first, if not the first, I'll have to look this up and research it, but it may be that to use like computer animation. Oh, and really? in like in in like a in a in a in a pretty wide broadcast show. Okay. So okay. Because you know, and but I think there's still elements of hand drawn, and I know the Simpsons were around that time, but at that point, I think they were still doing mostly the hand drawn animation. Yeah, yeah. But, but this was, and I remember Sean McKeever when we had him on talked about how you can tell that they were still learning that technology mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. they were producing those Spider Man shows. Gotcha. So I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a very very much a sea change with what we just watched mm-hmm. compared to what we're about to watch when it comes to the animation style gotcha so, gotcha yeah i don't know if that's a difference of what we watched but i think it's gonna no no it's it, important to note yeah yeah for mm-hmm. sure um, um and also uh wolverine's accent and, and all the accents <laughs> that's different because <laughs> we've seen we've seen the x-men before in the spider verse sure uh amazing friends sure and and i don't remember but i don't think the accents were that pronounced sure <laughs> like sure. In, in this episode every single x-men and villain had uh-huh. a different eth- ethnic sounding accent did you notice this <laughs> so i noticed i noticed a few of them so here here's the thing here's the thing though brian i gotta play my i gotta play my x-men nerd card oh please do yeah Night i want to Craw- be educated nightcrawler is german okay colossus is russian okay Pyro is Australian. Okay. Blob is just a slow talker. Blob, right. Blob isn't doing an accent. He just 
talk yeah. like this. Yeah, he's he's Lenny. Yeah, in the yeah. Uh, of Mice and Men and right, 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 right. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, there and and Storm obviously Storm is uh, Storm is from Egypt, you know. Okay. So she's got a, she's got a little bit of an affectation there. Um, but um, Magneto is. I didn't hear an accent from okay. Magneto. Did you? I just I, did. I just I thought he was just putting on like super villain voice. I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I again comparing it to the the films, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart really changed. I think everything in 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 uh, oh sure mm-hmm. the Xavier role was it mentioned in the comics that he's British or was that a thing that they added for the movies? I think they I think they added that for the movies. I don't okay. I don't remember that ever being part of his backstory. Okay. Um, and, and and what about Wolverine? Because I, I know, think Wolverine, was... Wolverine is it's so weird why they give Wolverine this Australian accent. They did Australian it... slash Cockney, <laughs> like it almost sounds like Dick Van Dyke and Mary and Mary right. Poppins. <laughs> You're it right. was a strange hybrid. <laughs> it was. It was. I don't get that at all. Yeah, because because I and I I double checked my my uh, Wolverine backstory uh, on the internet okay. before we went to tape. Yeah, Wolverine just Canadian. That's all. Okay. You know, like okay. just that. That's all. <laughs> so the voice actor was like, "I can't do Canadian, but I can do Australian." <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'll do that. <laughs> Very weird. Really hard. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. Yeah. I and I did read a, a Wikipedia article about this, and um, the the voice actor was, um, in all seriousness, kind of doing Wolverine with an Australian accent, kind of begrudgingly, like really? he didn't really agree to it. Okay. But think of how different the X Men whole universe would be <laughs> had he not been forced to do that, right? right because right. we get Hugh Jackman, and in the nineties. A cartoon isn't Wolverine Australian in that as I don't well, re- or is I don't he- remember. Okay. I I don't I haven't seen much of that show honestly. I see. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. but it's it's very interesting. And again, outsider looking in, these are the things that I I pay attention oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah. Accents. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> oh god. Um. Uh. Speaking of uh, voice actors. Um, yes. I know it. It's on your mind, so I just want to uh, you know, put it, uh, dispel it, put it to bed. Yes, Frank Welker did work on this show. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Yeah, he he, he was credited as Toad. Toad, in Pride that's of right. the X Men. Yeah, um, still a working voice actor now. Jeanette and yeah. I recently watched a Scooby Doo documentary. He's still doing Fred and Scoob. Yeah, so yeah, yeah and he's and an impressive resume. Curious George, is he? Yeah, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Uh, and uh, let's see, uh, Michael Bell. Oh yeah. Michael Bell for sure. He was Cyclops. He okay. Was, he was Bruce Banner in the in the Incredible Hulk that we just watched. And Alan Oppenheimer, who I believe was he Skeletor? Might have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in this and what did what did he play? I know you mentioned it, but he oh, was I, um I didn't Frank I didn't Oppenheimer. He was or yeah, Alan Oppenheimer. He was Blob and one of the army dudes, Colonel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he was Skeletor. So Yes. Uh, John Stevenson, who was the voice of uh, Professor X. See, this is probably where you got a little uh, annoyed with uh, Colossus's accent because Colossus didn't have an ac- accent in the X-Men adventure That's from Amazing right. Friends. That's right. That's right. He should have, but he didn't, voiced by John Stevenson, who did Professor X in this cartoon. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> it's, I have to, hang on, I have to write all this down. This is... 
<laughs> circles and lines. Okay, I got it. Um, so, so that's interesting. So right, right. you originally, when we first started talking, said this was very close or closer to the the, the truth, the source material. Sure. Mm-hmm. So the the ethnicities like Colossus, yeah, is how it should be in this. Correct. He should mm-hmm. be Russian. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Okay. I know. I know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. I did confirm Alan Oppenheimer was Skeletor through all of the He-Man mm-hmm. uh, animated stuff in the '80s. So there you go. Um, let me talk to you about just uh, because we we've we've talked about some of the things that uh, that didn't work that probably mm-hmm. led to this, you know, not being uh, picked up uh, as a pilot um, as a as an X Men person uh watching this show few there were just a, a couple of a couple of little flourishes and moments that i really uh that i really enjoyed okay um first one very right at the beginning of the episode we get this scene with uh magneto he's in this army convoy he's being confined in this in this energy field Chamber. or whatever. yeah yeah there's the army colonel who's riding in there with him and mm-hmm. he's t- he's uh, he's kind of ranting to the the other uh, person in the vehicle with him about goddamn muties or whatever, and <laughs> he's he's basically, yeah. he's 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 basically he's a he's a huge mutant bigot. And, yes, and yes. Uh, he's anti mutant, very yeah. anti mutant. Um, and uh, it's just that little flourish is something that I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's great because that's quintessential X Men. You know, it's like the X Men are the good guys in the X Men <laughs> universe, right? They fight against Magneto and the bad guys, but they also kind of fight against everybody because right. because the world that they live in is kind of set up to be afraid of them and keep them at arm's length. Um, and, right, and, that, right. and so like, I, I loved that right away we get a, we get a, a, a idea of that from this army colonel. So you I've know? heard from, yeah, from more than one source, I've heard that the X-Men is a complete allegory of like the civil rights movement. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Where with racism mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. now being shown as, as anti-mutant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, so I could see someone reading all of the stuff that you read and, and really enjoying that. That's mm-hmm. seems like a running theme. Yeah, in 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 every X Men thing, and it certainly mm-hmm. was touched upon in the in the films the of the of the two thousands. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in that early scene, uh, r- the uh, appearance from White Queen is very brief, um, and uh, she basically, <clears throat> excuse me, she basically just um, uh, she kind of subdues the soldiers. She she's a telepath. She uses her ability to. Uh, make them think that their vehicles are sinking into the into like quicksand in the quicksand right right yep um which i which i thought a was a cool you know mind control trick uh and b i liked the i liked that her part in the show was really quick and wasn't really she because she's never really at least at this time she's not like a, a direct uh sort of um uh, associate of Magneto's, but it's sort of, but, but just kind of a, a passive ally and fellow adversary of the X-Men, right? So like, yes. so like letting Magneto out is in her best interest, but after that, she doesn't really care what she, what he does. And so I, so that was one moment where I think they did a, a good thing for a pilot where they put in this character and they're like, 
and they they take her off the board again right away and you can you if if you were thinking of producing more of these you could say well that's somebody we can bring back later on in a different mm-hmm. you know in a different kind of way so i liked that yeah. um does she play a big part in the comics yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. gotcha yeah uh, the, uh, the danger room scene, you like the danger room. Oh, scene. I love, I love the simulated combat mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it did bring me back and I got nostalgic for something we just watched three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> cause that was really a heavy part in amazing friends. Yeah. Yeah. When, when the X-Men adventure was the episode. So I, I always like that. That always checks boxes for me. And I loved that in this one, it was like a really technologically advanced danger room. It was like, you know, they had that shot where it was sort of like uh, professor X and Kitty in this window that was overlooking kind of a massive expanse of, 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 uh, uh, of wilderness or whatever, where, uh, whereas in the Spider-Man show, it was just, it was like a room with, with little doodads and robots. A big big conference room, basically. Right. 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 This was more like a a full landscape. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I did like that a lot. I thought that was neat. I um, also did like that Kitty Pride was, and I know I joked about it before, mm-hmm. she was the audience walking into this. I yes, liked that she, yes. mm-hmm. you know, that she represented the the newbie. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what I mean? I liked that she was the catalyst for needing all of these characters to be introduced. And that, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. if I remember right, is established pretty early on in yeah. the show. Yeah. Like that she got that letter and that she's there because mm-hmm. she was beckoned, basically. Yeah, I think it's I think it's basically the Magneto breakout scene and then Kitty pulls up in a cab to the mansion. Yes. So Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 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 So I liked that aspect a lot. Yeah. 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 Um I, I also liked at the at the end of the episode, um, like actual mortal peril for Nightcrawler. Um, mm-hmm. you know, even though, even though it's a pilot, you also have a lot of characters. Um, and, uh, you, you know, you don't, you, it's a cartoon, so you don't really think anybody is going to die, but it was yes. like, <laughs> but it was like, it, it was real, like high stakes, you know, uh, like you said, it was, it was a heavy plot in addition to yeah. all these introductions. And so there was, you know, there, there was a moment there where, uh, they were, they were questioning whether or not Nightcrawler would make it. And I just, I, I just thought that was also, a, a good touch to an action-packed, yeah, plot. kind of ball, kind of ballsy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to, to these characters that you're just getting introduced to, and then yeah. you know, the, give, putting them in a situation where they might be dead. <laughs> right, right. Again, mm-hmm. something we would have never seen in Amazing Friends, you know, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I had, I had things I liked. Um, uh, I'm glad you had a, a few things you liked anyway. Um, uh, I'm looking through my other, uh, random comments and things, uh, to talk about. I want to compare Mm -hmm. X-Men with Spider-Man because you made a really good point. And I agree. And it's not a bad thing, but Mm Spider-Man is a lot more accessible, right? Mm -hmm. Than the Mm -hmm. X-Men. And do you think that's because there's just one (laughs) Spider-Man and and he doesn't have an accent? (laughs) I think, I think the big thing is that he is, um, He's just, he's a, he's just a easier, he has an easier backstory to relate to, I think. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. we, you talked about how, and you're absolutely right, how the X-Men's, uh, story is this, uh, allegory for civil rights, you know, Mm -hmm. and there, and the part of, part of being a mutant in this Marvel universe is having, having this thing that the, about yourself that you can't change that is making life harder for you, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's not 
that's not always relatable uh, to everyone. Right. Uh, whereas Peter is a, you know, uh, Peter Parker is a kid um, who, you know, gets gets bit by a spider and he's got, you know, he 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 has we talked about this, I think, last week. He's got a lot of regular problems. You know? Yeah, right, right. And, and Stanley wrote him that way. Mm-hmm, like he wanted him mm-hmm. to have a, you know, a zit or girl problems yep, or things like that. Yep. Things that everybody can relate to. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that I think that is the biggest thing that makes Spider-Man uh, accessible that way. Also, also Spidey's sense of humor. I mean, he's just, you yeah. know, he, he's he's very he's very welcoming as a as an individual. Um, yeah, just uh you know, for picking him up on the, on a page. Um, yeah. It, yeah. There's, um, yeah. I, I think the, I, I think the, uh, allegory that's in the X-Men is, is really, uh, uh powerful. And, um, it, and I think it's, it makes for compelling drama. Uh, but it, it isn't always easy to get into, you know, and, uh, and particularly with the, um, with the massive stable of characters that you're talking right. about. Right. Um, and not, not just on the X-Men team, but like all the X-Men that have come and gone and all the different iterations of mutant groups and good and bad and, uh, sideways and backwards. It's, um, it, it's a, it, it takes work <laughs> to yeah. like, to, right, right. you know, and if it's, if, if you want to do the work, it's, I think it's pretty rewarding. I, I really enjoyed reading those X-Men books when I did, uh, mm-hmm. when I was in like middle and, and, uh, early high school. Um, but yeah, I, I can kind of reflect on that now and realize that was, I, I did, a, I spent a lot of time thinking about the X-Men, you know? Yeah. So right. yeah, it's, right. it's yeah. not, it, it's not for the faint of heart. And I think it's probably something that is, I know I used universal about Spider-Man, but this the X-Men might almost be more universal in the sense that you can watch it or read it as a kid like you were and, mm-hmm. and, and just get like all the action and all the fun. And mm-hmm. then you can go back and, and watch or read it as an adult and go, you know, oh, it's civil rights. Or now I think it's LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus mm-hmm. the community there, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and, and the, the, as you call it, the other, mm-hmm. you know, sort of us versus them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can watch it through that lens. And that actually makes me think that X-Men is probably very sophisticated. Sure. You know, yeah. and not to say Spider-Man isn't, but mm-hmm. it, it, I think that there's a deeper meaning there, more layers to X-Men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And again, this is the challenge that the creators of this show had is to try to also cram that in right to 25 minutes of a show, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I, I, and I came into this, uh, exercise, uh, of chatting <laughs> with you this X, evening. X exercise. <laughs> Love it, Jason. Um, <laughs> thinking that they, thinking that they had been really successful at, at creating an X-Men pilot. And, uh, I, after we're talking about it, I realized they were, they, they definitely would have come away from it thinking they had been successful, <laughs> but, right. but for really more carefully considering people who are coming in ice cold, you know, and, uh, not having any experience at all. There was just, there was too much going on well, in this. Yeah. And I, th- I think a successful pilot would have yielded a successful show. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> that there'd be, more, there'd be more than one to mm-hmm. be, you know, not to be cynical, but yeah, that's, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of really brilliant pilots out there. Like mm-hmm. we could probably just do a whole podcast of like, 
great pilots that never got picked up as a show. Sure. But I would like to think a show like this that's ready made mm-hmm. to be put into a time slot where you got the eyeballs on it. Yeah. Yeah. If it was if it was done better, it would have been a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like I would think. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. 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 So sorry I talked you down. You kind of talked me up. No, that's okay. So- <laughs> I think we I I mean I still I'm still given this a, a rock solid four mutant X wow. games. Yeah, okay. I think I think it's I think they did a nice job. Um, yeah, I I'll yeah. bump it. I'll bump my rating up to three. Um, Look you at said you. X X genes or yeah 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 that's storms. Right. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'll I'll do three because yeah I I mean I enjoy these characters and I mm-hmm. I liked the animation style. Um, and and considering what they had to do, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. Like you said, it's just. I keep going back to the editing. So mm-hmm. it felt like, um, I don't know if you remember this in our radio class in, uh, what was that? 20 some years ago now, like Ben Jarman gave us a, a reel of things we had to edit and pare it down. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was an exercise, like in <laughs> film class, like take this 40 minutes and make it 25 minutes. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, they, they, they crammed it all in there by hooker. They by sure Kirk, did. Man. They, yeah. they stuffed it. That casing is full. Yeah. I mean, I almost feel like I do want to watch it again because there's no way I caught everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It, it's, uh, it, it was fun for me. I had a, I had good. a good time watching it. Um, it is, it, I'm also really, uh, interested in in uh watching for the shift in style that you alluded to because i had kind of forgotten about uh how significant that would be uh fast forwarding just kind of a handful of years right uh, as we go uh to um spider-man uh next week um but that's uh that's where we're at it's gonna be fun we've got uh we've got the first episode of that on the docket for next week yeah from September of 1994. So Exciting. watch along with us available on Disney plus. Indeed. It's going to be fun talking about it. All right, buddy. We'll talk with you in a week. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate review and subscribe on Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO radio and follow and like the show on Facebook. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.